Hi everyone, just a quick disclaimer before we get into today's episode. So today we're talking with Adam and we're talking about a very serious and very sensitive topic. We're talking about addiction. Now, although Rowie and I bring this to you in our usual lighthearted and humorous fashion, I just wanted to emphasize the fact that we're not in any way trying to downplay the seriousness of this topic um, and give a bit of a trigger warning for anyone that might be affected negatively by what we're about to talk about. We will pop some links in the show notes uh, for some websites and some resources if anyone is interested. Uh, But without further ado, let's get into it and we hope you enjoy. Hola, bitches! Hello, welcome back. Okay, guys, we're back in the studio. We've got another special guest for you today. I'm kind of loving our guests. Yeah, it's really fun. The road dog is back in back in Mildura for a minute. Yeah. So we're just like interviewing the whole town. Yeah, so we are sitting here with our friend. We're sitting here with Adam. How are you? I'm good, thanks, girls. Thanks for having me. Yes, Adam Thompson. What's your real name? Do you have a real name? Uh, Michael. Oh, Oh, hang on. Two first names. Yeah. Adam Michael Thompson. Is it Tom- That's three, but anyway. That's three. You got three first names. I've never considered that. How do you feel about that? Yeah. So why have we got Adam in Beck? Um, I'm, I'm not sure it was your idea. Was it? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> How do you feel nah. about um, We were recommended to have you on our podcast. Yeah, yeah, actually, so who, who we didn't it? tell you this, yeah, but we... we, had, we had, a few of our friends said, why don't you get Adam like, to interview, because he has a really good story, Yeah, and it's inspiring, so we thought we would get you on here to have a chat. Yeah, yeah. and so then I messaged you, we, we asked a few people who, who they'd like to hear from, and you were one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 from your Jura, I know. Okay. Adam's blushing, <laughs> guys, Adam's yeah. blushing. <laughs> Anyway, Adam, as you would know, because you're a huge fan of It's All Banter, as everyone is, yeah. <laughs> um, we start every episode with our what the fuck moment. Um, so we've asked if you have a what the fuck moment. Um, yes, I have got one. Yay. I'm yes. not sure if it fits in, but uh, I'm sure it will. I've got one from when I was at work. I think it was just leading up to Christmas, actually. Yeah. And uh, I was at work. Oh, should we tell everyone where you work? Yeah, I work at Sports Hale, so. Yes. I do as little as possible. Basically, <laughs> today's but, episode is sponsored by Sports Power. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do much of work, but that's all right. Uh, I caught a young lady trying to steal some stuff, and oh. uh, so I managed to get the Tis, stuff back off Tis. her. But um, then she went out to the car to get a Red Bull and threw it at me. <laughs> give me the ribs, and I had a bit of a bruise. Like a full can, or full can. Empty? Yeah, it was full. So, so did she really, leave and actually come back into the shop just to throw a Red yeah, Bull? Yeah, to throw a Red Bull at me, but what? I got a free Red Bull out of it. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, so I was happy. Was it cold? Yeah. Like, no, it wasn't. Sorry, <laughs> I had to put it in the fridge and chill it myself, but, <laughs> but I got a free Red Bull out of it. So, couple yeah. of bruises. I'd, I'd take a bruised rib for a Red Bull any day. That's, that's fine. Well, I do prefer the sugar-free one. So if someone else is going to throw one at me, <laughs> yeah. can we get the sugar-free yeah. next time? Or well, a beer? Like, they could throw a beer yeah. at you. Of course, like, Yeah, it was smell. Yeah. All right. Well, what the fuck to that person that threw a regular at you? Um, so, guys, we're, today's going to be a bit of a serious episode. So, um, you know, here at It's All Banter, we love to have a bit of a laugh, but we want to talk about um, some serious things today. And Adam has a pretty cool story that um, it's pretty inspiring, and we wanted to get him on. So, can you start by telling us a bit about your story? We haven't really introduced it, but... um... Yeah, I'll start... Well, I'm a recovering ice addict, so I'll start with that bit. Yeah. Um, I can probably start with how I sort of got into drugs. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I was playing footy at a local footy club. I might probably don't mention which one. <laughs> not, not one I'm playing for now. And uh, I suppose it was probably sort of nearly socially expected with a few of the teammates that we yeah. sort of socially used drugs. And I think it was one night at kick-ons after Dom's. I, uh, I was, oh, hand- I was throwing the Dom's. Yeah, I was handed an ice pipe and I didn't really know what it was, but I just sort of had a go of it and... Yeah. Obviously felt really good afterwards. Yeah. Sort of felt invincible, like I could run through a brick wall and yeah. uh, sort of on top of the world. And uh, so the using sort of started then. And I'd just be sort of using socially on a Saturday night. And then sort of Saturday led into Saturday and Sunday. And then like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And then sort of before I knew weekend? it, yeah. I was uh, using it sort of every day, every day of the week, really. Yeah. yeah. How old were you when you were um, through this? I reckon I was probably 21 or 22 when I started using. Shit, that's young. Yeah. Because well, you said you're 30, so you're 30 yeah. now. You do not look 30. Oh, thanks. Yeah, so, wow. You were doing that every day. Yeah, so I probably got to, sometimes I'd spend $1,000 on drugs a day. Obviously, that was pretty expensive, yeah, so I was yeah. stealing money out of the till and... Or borrowing money out of the till, I used to say. Yeah. To, um, so to, to feed my habit. Your family business, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so mum and dad own the yeah. business, so right. I was okay. sort of, yeah, helping so myself I, to the children. Yeah. yeah. I always find it interesting um, how how it starts, I guess. So when when I was younger, for instance, I don't know, because obviously I wasn't into sport or anything like that, but I... Um, like the group I was in, I was never sort of introduced to it or it was it was never available. And then you hear everyone being like, you know, weren't we like the third highest like town for ice use at, at one yeah, point? Yeah, it was, wasn't I it? think at that point, because we're the same age. I remember being like 18 and I was like, I have never been in a situation where it's been offered, but I also didn't go out or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I always find it interesting hearing, you know, for you it was a social thing and, and I get what you're saying, how you're saying that it's almost expected of you. In those kinds of situations, like you've got people peer pressuring you, and um, yeah, like that would have been difficult, right? Yeah, everyone, like I didn't really, I guess there wasn't as much media and stuff about of it at course. the time. Yeah. So, like, I didn't even know what it was. Someone just gave That's it to me, and I was like, like, like I'll have that. Yeah. yeah. And it made me feel it? good, so I kept having it. Yeah. And was that the only drug you were taking, or were you taking other drugs like on top of that? Yeah, I took other drugs, but ice would be my favourite. So, really? If there was times where I'd have. I don't know, I'd come across a bag of Coke or something and I'd um, swap it for a bag of ice or sell it wow. so I could buy ice. Yeah, I'd always go for ice. It just Would made me feel like better. swap it with you? Yeah, like, I'd like, oh do a trade, like I'm tra- <laughs> trading cards at school or something. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, I was about to say yeah. that. <laughs> Have you got a Charmander? <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. So you're 21 years old and you're doing it daily. Do you... Uh, not naming anyone, but were you doing it with the same friends or were you just doing it with whoever was around doing it? Like, was there anyone that, like, would you just do it by yourself? Yeah, so I started out doing it probably with the same people, but then as I started using sort of daily, six yeah. to 12 months in, I'd, Not everyone I'd, would be doing it yeah. like that. Look, on a Wednesday night, it, there wasn't a lot of people doing it. Yeah, so I probably wasn't that fussy by the end. I'd just, just use with anyone. Yeah, and then, right. yeah, towards the very end, before I went to rehab, I uh, started to use by myself. Like, when yeah, I was yeah. Really in a dark place. Okay. So, how um, how long did you use for? Um, I reckon it was probably about probably three or four years. Yeah, okay. probably I reckon about six to oh, I don't know, probably twelve to eighteen months. I was using like daily. most days. Yeah, okay. Any day that I could get it or could afford to yeah. get it somehow. Yeah, I okay. sort of had other ways of so, getting of it. Yeah. Yeah, and and what happened 
if you couldn't get it that day, like were you? So you're trying to say what would like you obviously yeah. have cravings and those kind of things. Yeah, like so what about would that? happen if you couldn't? Yeah, get I'd get real yeah. angry mostly. I reckon. Yeah. At, yeah. At work, I get angry, or sometimes I get angry, but I just cry. I just don't know Aww. why. Yeah, you start crying. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it happens to me. Like, my <laughs> anger would come out of sadness. That I guess. Yeah. yeah. Usually once a month. Yeah. Just like like. And did your parents know that you that this was happening? Um, like, how long did it take? Yeah, not at the start. I'm not sure when exactly they knew, but they definitely knew by the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah when, of You know, I'm taking money. You know, I work with mum a few days yeah. a week, and they'd obviously month. pick up your moods. Yeah, and my stuff. mood yeah. definitely changed. I was yeah. angry, and and that's yeah. beyond teenage mood swings. It'd be like grown up swings. Yeah, <laughs> and, and were, I think they were a bit worse. Yeah. <laughs> Rage. Um, but yeah, so we're we're here to talk about your story and, and how well you've done. So let's get into your lowest point and then we'll talk about what's happened yeah. since because that's pretty great. So there's probably a couple of low points. I reckon there was, on two occasions, I lost $6,000 in my night online pokies. Probably <gasps> oh, wow. Really yeah, okay. Hang no. on, can I just pause this for a minute? So online pokies, I didn't think you could put human money through pokies. I thought it was all fake. Yeah, it's real human money. money as opposed <laughs> to... So you can actually download an app that is... Full human money pokies. Yeah, it was spin pulse, you speak old, and you just put your, you just put your bank card in. Oh my god! Like, oh my, okay, human money. Like I'm going to call Ryan out here, but he plays the fake pokies yeah. on the the casino. Yeah, he tells you it's fake. Yeah, and, I'm like, and it, it makes me think: Can you actually get pokies that put real money through? Because that would be a problem, and obviously, yeah. Yeah. So I never really played. Online gambling is huge, isn't yeah, it? Like right. it's yeah. a huge issue. Yeah, you can do it from your couch. Wow. From your bed. So I didn't, yeah, I didn't really play pokies unless I was cooked. And then I just, I'd start staring at my iPad or phone screen, say nine o'clock at night, and I'd just play all night wow. until I had to go to work at nine o'clock yeah. the next day. Oh Were you God. at a point where you weren't sleeping? Yeah, so I wouldn't yeah. sleep for maybe three or four days in a row. Reckon, yeah, sometimes the fourth day I'd be tired and I'd have to, <laughs> have to go to sleep. And did, were you living by yourself or did you have a partner? Uh, I didn't have a partner. Oh, I might have a partner, but she lived in Adelaide. Okay. Right. Right. In that time, and things obviously didn't go very well for you. Yeah, <laughs> you can imagine. Long distance is hard in general, though. Was she aware? Um, at the start, definitely not. But yeah. towards the end, yeah, okay. she definitely knew about. It, I think I had a housemate or two, and um, they were sort of aware of what was going on. Yeah. I'd, have to, I'd sneak out of my own house, <laughs> so they yeah. wouldn't really know where oh, I was. Yeah, That's like questioning. Yeah. yeah. So, were you afraid to like tell anyone that you were using that much? Like, did any of your friends know? How much you were using a no, week? No, they definitely didn't know yourself. the extent. Yeah, I yeah. sort of kept it myself. I was what, obviously a bit yeah. embarrassed by it. Yeah. What makes me sad in those situations is like everyone's there for the good time. So, you know, they would have been keen yeah. to do it with you like on the weekends. And, yeah. and you know, the, the party is like, let's get, you know, let's get on it. And then as soon as you're on your own, you're on your own. Like they don't care anymore. Did you find that? Did yeah. you find like a lot of friends were like, encouraging you to use on the weekends but then not there for you during the week when you were struggling yeah definitely my party probably didn't really stop like yeah, I, yeah I just, just kept going, 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 going. Well, like if I didn't feel good on a Monday morning before work I'd just have some more like really? got to the stage I'd have a pipe the first thing I did when I got up in the morning and then even so I actually can't normally sleep on it but just before I went to rehab I was that cooked that I had to have it to go to sleep like I was yeah. like, really? like it put me to sleep yeah no, but that would be like anything. Like it's like cigarettes or, or anything you can get addicted to, like alcoholics. Like you don't your new normal is when you're drunk or when you're using. Or, yeah. You know that's that's what you, you're doing that to feel a certain way to avoid feeling your real normal. 
essentially. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And like, so if I felt sad, I'd use. Yeah. If I felt happy, I'd use. So I just felt anything. Yeah, I just so like, yeah. Feel I've got to get rid of this feeling yeah. and just yeah, yeah, get back on it. Void. What do you like? What would your emotions be like? Did you feel sad or happy? Like when you're saying you do feel sad, happy. Is it different back then to what it would be now? Your happiness. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. I didn't. I guess I thought I was feeling happy when I was using, but. But now you're clean, you're like, now I'm the happiest. Yeah, so like my, they say, my my worst day clean is probably uh, better than my best day using. Of course. Oh, wow, cool. That's that's a really good saying, I like that. I think um, a lot of the time you would have been fighting off the real emotions. So do you think there was something in the back of your head, like the rational atom that was like, you shouldn't be doing this, you shouldn't be doing this, and then you, yeah. Yeah, definitely, I think. And probably a little bit to relate to it is, so I wasn't real good at paying my bills. I just avoided paying them so I could um, no buy, more, buy more drugs, obviously. <laughs> but the one bill I did pay was my private health insurance, which I think made me back oh, wow. of my new well, yeah. That's so, responsible. So when I come up to go into rehab, it saved me heaps of money. Yeah. <laughs> well, it saved me that heaps of money. So I must have known in the back of my mind yeah. that, I, that I needed it. It was like you, yeah, you needed, you knew that you needed that. That's, yeah. Yeah. Didn't pay any other bills, it? but I, I paid that one. Yeah. Wow. That's that's really funny. Um. So yeah. So your lowest point, you you gambled. Yeah. Six thousand twice. Yeah. Okay. And oh. I tried Is that to. One bet? Nah, that like, was like on my occasions. Yeah. Just like poking. Yeah. yeah. So like I, I follow greyhounds and I still do and I could. I put a thousand dollars on something. Oh, I love as well. a good, I love good greyhound bet. Oh, though. I love a good greyhound. Or I'm used to thoroughbreds. I've got one racing oh, later tonight, actually. Do you? Yeah. Sing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's, what's the name to the horse? We'll show it. Uh, uh, nine two seven. It's a greyhound. Oh, nine two seven. Yeah. You know, gra- you know what a greyhound is? Yeah, the horses. No, I mean the, no, the dogs. <laughs> the dogs. Sorry, I did know it. I did know it. Stop it. Right, right, right. Anywho, <laughs> moving on. So you mentioned there are a couple of. Points, yeah, so there's a couple more. Um, obviously, that and I'd lied that much to my parents and everyone. I sort of got myself into a lot of trouble. But yeah, I think another, or probably the biggest low point was just before I went to rehab. We lost yeah. the cricket grand final. Yeah, I was the captain, the coach, and got absolutely belted. And, yeah, yeah. And I couldn't get any drugs, so I didn't want to go out with my teammates because I didn't want to face them really. Yeah, okay. And I was feeling yeah, no good at all. And actually, I drove out past the airport in Victoria, actually. I was driving like 160, 180 in the car, and I was just looking for a truck to <gasps> crash into. Oh, Adam. And um, yeah, I, I must have driven, it felt like forever, but I think it was like 10 minutes, and I didn't yeah. find one, so I turned around and come back home. Oh, my gosh. And yeah. then um, I think my dad and brother ended up coming to my house, and I yep. and, uh, ended up taking me to the psych ward, and that sort yep. of thing. Yeah, and yeah. that was at the turning point to be like, this is when I need to stop and yeah. get proper help. Like, that was the moment. Yeah, well, I think I still didn't want to get help, really. Yeah. I knew I was in trouble, but I was probably too scared to. Or I didn't want to go to rehab. The moment, the moment you acknowledge it, you're like, shit, I need to do yeah. something. And that's, yeah. the, that's the scary part, isn't it? So did your, um, your dad and your brother, they knew how you would have been feeling after the loss, do you think? Or they sort of, did you call them to come? Um, no, they didn't. I think my teammates just sort of asked me to come out to the club rooms with yeah. them and I'd ignore just, them, so mum and dad obviously knew something was going yeah, on. And, yeah, and come, okay. Yeah, come around to my house. Yeah. And uh, yeah, took me to the psych ward. I think I I was like 62 kilos, so like 30 kilos less than I am now. Yeah. You look very healthy, by the way. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you might need a bit of a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> 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 30 kilos less than that is yeah, so, and insane I actually, I think I, to try and 
like even imagine me that skinny. Yeah, that's, wow. yeah, that's oh, yeah. I tried to run away. I remember I tried to run away, but they got me and I couldn't get away. From your dad and yeah, your brother. Yeah, my brother. They were and very committed to like, they were very supportive, it sounds like. So I reckon that was on a Sunday. Okay. I think the next day or the day after I had a family friend that yeah. um, he texted me and said, you've got to ring this number for the rehab. I put it off for like four or five hours, but of I rang the thing is with these yeah. things you need to make that decision you can't have someone make it for you isn't, isn't that right like in, in your mind like it has to be you making the decision to call you can't get someone else to do it for you yeah so that, yeah. I don't think they even let you ring someone else so you've got to ring and because yeah. it's sort of optional unless you of call course. a little bit yeah. but rehab you get optional and you can leave whenever you like and stuff of course so um yeah so f- for me this um hits a little close to home so I have some family members that struggle quite a lot um with addiction and that kind of thing and it just it's really hard like even with the psych ward like you can't unless you want to be there you, you can't stay so um my family member we tried to make them stay like they, they needed to be there but you can't do anything about it like if they do if they're saying they don't want to be there they can't keep them there so it's very hard in that instance to sort of get the help that they desperately need but sort of yeah if if they're not agreeing with it then there's not much you can really do about it is there i didn't know that i thought once you are admitted, you have to stay there. Until you can't be ad- unless you're under arrest or something. You can't be admitted against your will. Like yeah, so, right. unless the person wants wants the help. Is that everywhere? Um, yeah. So, um, you, yeah, you can't. Is, am, am I right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. When I was at rehab, the unless you're court ordered there, you can leave at any time. Exactly. And actually, yeah. I did leave after. Yeah. So oh, let's, like, like yeah. before yeah. we get into that, so you ended up at the psych ward for a day, or were you there for um, a while? I think I was only there a few hours, and then I went home. I remember, <laughs> like, I, remember I went home, and I, said, I put Dad, and I'm like, Dad, can you just go to the fridge and get me a drink? He went to get me a drink, and I put my runners on and actually ran away. Oh, oh wow. No. Ran to my dealer's house, so that. Wow. Yeah. And then your, then your dad's obviously like, he would have known where you went. Yeah, I, I think he had a fair idea, yeah. but I, I come home the next day. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so from there, what happened? How did you end up actually going to rehab? Um, so I went to the, uh, so I rang the rehab, I think, on the like Monday or Tuesday, Tuesday mm. I think it was, and then the Friday, I uh, the family friend come and got me, picked me up and took me down to Melbourne to the rehab, wow. and I thought I was going in, but they didn't have room until Monday, so I only did an interview. Oh, okay. So actually, I... So this um, is on a Friday. It's a Friday. Yeah. And so I flew home, actually, I think. And I don't think mum and dad were too happy about me coming home. Yeah, I was worried like, like, yeah. what's going to happen. But yeah, I remember I played happen. played half a game of footy and kicked eight goals. And I was like, mum, there's nothing wrong with me. If I kick eight goals in half a game, I'm fine. <laughs> Look at me go. <laughs> I still can't do that now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, no, no, I'm fine. But um, but I was broke by there. I didn't have any money or anything. So yeah. I think I, yeah, I stayed home and for the weekend and went uh, went back the Monday and got admitted to yeah. it was Malvern Private Hospital. I was okay. going to say, when you were saying, that was going to be my question, um, whereabouts did you go to rehab? Because I thought you were going to say Mildura. No. Do they not have one here? Like, no, we'll talk about that to... soon, but yeah. Oh, they, okay. I, do they now? I know I you were fighting for that. So. Yeah, yeah. we'll talk right, about that towards okay. the end. But um, yeah, sort of very difficult regionally to get help, isn't it? Yeah, there's yeah. not a lot of help. We'll go, we'll so go into that more. Yeah, possibly yeah. one in Bendigo, I think, but I think to get a, the better ones are sort of in the city. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so you ended up in rehab. How long were you there for? Uh, so I was 28 days at the first rehab, okay. and then I went on to a second one. I might have come home for a weekend and mm-hmm. went on to a second one, which I was there for another maybe three months, 10 can weeks. You, um, can you tell us a bit, like, what that was like? What was it? What was a day like? Um, it was scary. Like, the first day, 
I probably spent most of it crying. I was like, I'd go to talk and I was that anxious that I couldn't get any words out. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'd go and to say also, something. like, data all coming down or, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Your body, you're struggling. You'd have so many emotions to deal with that you'd just been, you know, like, band-aiding for so yeah. long with, yeah, with the drug, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I couldn't... We'd have lots of group therapies and, like, lots of the... Well, girls and guys had all of been course. raped in there and stuff. And oh, wow. Like, I was in a bad way. And you'd have to deal with all of that. Worse. Would it be all kinds of addictions? Yeah, so there was, like, heroin addicts and yeah. um, right. alcoholics. Yeah. I think yeah. there might have been a sex addict there too, maybe. Okay, um, yeah. And then there was, yeah, people who used drugs as well, all sorts of, of drugs. Like, I guess when you're in that state, you're, you're sort of disillusioned, aren't you? You're like... Yeah, I guess it's, you're thinking like this isn't my life. This isn't my life. Yeah. Like, and then all of a sudden you're faced with this reality that shit, this is my life, and yeah. I need to do something. And you'll probably be comparing yourself to other people in there. In your mind, you're probably like, I shouldn't be, or I don't want to be. Yeah, but you're thinking I'm not as bad as them. Yeah, yeah definitely. I thought. Yeah. Well, the first week I was like, this is not my life. I don't, I don't be here. Yeah, yeah. But then I actually checked myself out after seven days, and my cousin who lives in Melbourne picked me up. And convinced me to go back the next day, and I think. Oh, that's good. After yeah. I went back, I felt a lot better. Like I sort of conceded that yeah. hey, maybe I've got a bit of a problem. Yeah. And we like we're having a group therapy, and my usage was a bit more than most of the others. And I was like, Oh, oh wow. Wow. maybe yes. like one bloke probably used oh less than a quarter of what I used in a day. And I was like, oh, What are you doing here? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got too much yeah. Pretty oh, big of that to like for you to admit that to yourself. Yeah, it, it took a bit, but I think I eventually got there and thought, oh, I probably need to go here. Yeah. And, and I was a bit afraid, I suppose, what sort of people were going to be there. But there was, yeah. like, there was a rocket scientist who was, oh was an alcoholic. And I was like, oh what are you doing? And there was a couple of doctors like that had written their own scripts to wow. themselves. Yeah, yeah and, um, that's terrible. Well, I roomed with a bikey bloke. <laughs> I was going to say, did you make any friends out of it? Like, do you still contact, are you in contact with some of the people that you've met in there? Yeah, so the first rehab, I hear from a couple of them, but I reckon I went through with about... 30 different people and yeah. I think yeah. there's only probably three left clean oh, there's a heromatic so that lived down the hallway <laughs> there's an alcoholic and me that, yeah. I, that I know of yeah, there's wow. probably I reckon 15 of them probably died like oh my wow. god so the bikey that was my roommate he probably I reckon maybe a week after rehab he put a huge amount of drugs in his arm and overdosed and died wow. and then oh probably the first year after that I went to rehab, I reckon, nearly every week or fortnight, someone died. Like, they either took their own life or overdosed, wow. yeah. That would have been a huge wake-up call to you, right? Did that make you think, like, these people are essentially your peers and this is what's happening to them? Did that Was that a huge, like, um, motivation for you to stay clean? Yeah, or, definitely. I'm, yeah. I'm, I don't know. I'm real competitive, so I don't really like losing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I oh, I'm not going to lose this. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going to beat all the other people at rehab. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> Maybe not a good way to look at it. But yeah. yeah. No, I get you. I understand. Yeah. So you're in there for 28 days. Yeah. And is that when you check yourself out? Do you think, like, or is it, or is it, or is it, do you uh, So there was a 28 day program at Malvern, so I finished sure, that. Okay. Did then, you gain a lot from just going there for 28 days, or was it the second one where you were like, um, yeah, definitely after the first week when I was no good. Yeah, after that, yeah. I think I gained a lot. Yeah. 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 And, the, um, and then I, I still what, come home for a weekend. What made you go month. back when you were with your cousin that, after that um, week? So you obviously left thinking, nah, this isn't for me. I'm not, I'm not doing this. And then what, what made you go back? Yeah, I reckon, I think one of the counsellors rang me and he's like pointed out a few things in my life about, you know, <laughs> I didn't have any money and that I was stealing from work. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, I tried to kill myself because I lost the Greek grand final, which... 
in life is probably not that dramatic. dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I would have preferred to win, but it's yeah. probably not quite that dramatic. Yeah. So I think I, you know, probably maybe my mind has started to clear up a little bit more, and I was like, yeah. oh. Yeah, I definitely need to be here. Yeah, that's wow. huge of you because a lot of people wouldn't actually think that. They would, you know, just as as you said, 15 of your peers ended up going back. So, like, that's that's very big of you. You should be very proud of that. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, when you go back, how long is it for? And is it the same clinic? No, so I went on to a different one, to yep. um, Sober House Living, give them a free plug. So, how? what's the duration between, like, you coming back and then going there? Like, um, I think I come... I come home on a Thursday. I remember going to footy training. Yeah. Like seeing everyone. I was like, oh yeah. And then I went to Swan Hill. I was playing footy in Swan Hill at that yeah. stage. I played a game of footy there. And then I, again, I didn't want to go again. Yeah. But uh, the family friend lived in Swan Hill who took me. So him and his son yeah. were the same age as me. Took me back down there. And What made you go again? Was that always the plan? Or um, Yeah, the plan was when I left the first one was to go to the second one. But yeah. I didn't. Once I come home, I was like, no, nah, I don't want to no, go back. Yeah, <laughs> I was looking for any excuse to stay, yeah, really, but yeah. looking back at it now, it was obviously the right decision to yeah. go back. Yeah. Did you have, like, when you come back after 28 days, was there, like, a little bit in your mind where you wanted to, tr- to do it again, or were yeah, you, were you like, tempted were you... to use? No, I don't think I was tempted to use. I was nearly being escorted around. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Everyone was, like, following I remember you. I went Your home dad's from... got you by the Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> I went home from work. And, like, my brother and mum are ringing me. I'm like, where are you? I'm like, oh, I just stopped to fill up with petrol. Like, I wasn't yeah. home in time. Oh, so, like, they're like a GPS tracker on you. Yeah, everyone was, like, watching where I was going. That's actually really good because, you know what, a lot of – some people wouldn't have that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and that yeah. would be huge. No one cares, so I'm just going to go do that's it anyway. Thinking, like, you're, like, that's really good of your family. Very supportive. Yeah, I was, I was definitely yeah. lucky that I had good family and friends and yeah. people from that I met through sporting clubs and stuff. Did you lose any friends throughout? Uh, maybe a couple or yeah. just – you probably found out who your real friends yeah. are. Yeah, so who your sure. real friends are. Obviously, I don't hear from the people I use with too much anymore. But, <laughs> like, but that's probably what, a good thing. So, yeah. so while um, you were away, did everyone, like your peers, know where you were? Uh, I think so. It was um, it was on the front and back page of the local paper, the Sunrise Daily. Oh, so, so I think yeah. most of them... Yeah, you'd think they'd know. <laughs> yeah, probably, well, if they read the paper, had a bit of an idea. But um, a few of the blokes who I played footy with at the time... You know, people ask me if I was in jail and... Mm. You know, Did a, people reach out to you? Um, yeah, so well, I didn't have my phone. I obviously wasn't allowed my phone on me. But oh, when true, I, yeah. I think I had 400 and something text messages when <gasps> I turned it back on oh, like that's eight weeks later or something. Oh, yeah. Was it, yeah, eight weeks. Yeah. That's lovely. So, you know, most of them were real supportive. I think yeah. they sort of that's gave really me a chance good. and forgave yeah. me. But that's good. I'm sure if, I get, if it happened a second time, I don't think people would be so forgiving. Of yeah. yeah. Did you um, have like an epiphany, like a moment where you feel like it all turned around for you? Like, is there a specific moment you can remember that you were like, I'm not going to do this anymore? Or um, Probably when I went back to rehab. When I first went in on the um, rehab, I was like, oh, I'll just use on weekends now instead of every day. <laughs> and then yeah, also, I was going to say that. that was... That's what I thought. I'll just Good do that. Boys. And then I got to rehab and they're like, oh, you're not allowed to drink. Not you're like not allowed to gamble. Drink. And you're not allowed to have any drugs. And I was like, oh. Like ever? Ever. Like for the rest of your life. Oh, wow. So... I still gamble, obviously, a little bit, but nowhere near as much. Nowhere near as much. Yeah. Not the $6,000. No, and I don't play pokies. Yeah. I might have a bet on horses or dogs, and I obviously drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That actually fucking blows my mind that the pokies, you can actually put real major on that. Like, I understand the TAB, but the pokies, like, it's too easy. Rowie's mind is yeah. blown. <laughs> fucking mind. Um, yeah, so, so when was your epiphany? As such? I think when I went back, after, like, I left after a week, and my cousin and the yeah. counsellor... 
um, convincing me to go back. Yeah. I think when I got back in, I was, I don't know, I wasn't as anxious. I sort of, sort of felt like I belonged in rehab. Yeah, you were like, I'm going to do this. Yeah, I'm not going to sort this. I think um, being such a competitive person, that would have, did you sort of see it as a challenge and you're like, oh, this could be good. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to beat this. Yeah. Was it, yeah. We had one session with the counselor and we're having like, he's giving us a lecture and he's like, there's 30 of you here, but in two years time, there'll only be three of you left clean. And I remember looking around and I was like, I'm not losing to these people. Yes. Oh, good wow. on you. And, um, and he's actually right. And he, he played a bit of footy too, so he sort of understood yeah. like, the competitive wow. side of the sport like me. And so he, he was like, yeah, you'll be right. And a few others were like, oh, we'll just sort of see what happens. Right. And they're the ones that, unfortunately... Yeah, what well... Was, yeah, yeah, that's terrible. What was getting you through it when you were in rehab? What was the thing that you were thinking about... Like the driving yeah, motivation. Yeah, yeah. what well, was... See, you're so good with the words. What was your motivation <laughs> drive to be like, I'm getting out of here, I'm going to be clean? You know, did you have something to look forward you to? Were you picturing like a life at home mm. or like... Um, I think I was, I was just counting down the days. Like, yeah. You wanted in, to get in my journal, you just have a journal and you'd write like how you're feeling each yeah, day and yeah. stuff. Did and, you find that that helped you? Yeah, so when I first got out, I used to write every day. Yeah. But, and still now... Yeah. Probably sounds a bit gay, but no, I've had a bad, I, I journal every day too, so, so I'm feeling it here. So if I have a bad day or, or a bad few days now, I write something on a bit of paper and I go outside and burn it, so like it's gone. Yes, yeah. I've heard that that is actually really good, like to see it burn. It's I've heard this, it's gone. It's I like, it's like you have released your. Can I write five kilos on a piece of paper? <laughs> can I write it Today you are how many how many years clean? Um, I'm nearly six years, so I'll be six years later this month. Such an inspiration. Yeah. Um, but so you came home, and then how were those first few weeks at, or months at home? Was there the temptation to use again? Um, maybe Once you had your freedom back, I guess. Yeah. So I actually I signed a contract with my mum and dad when I come home. Did you? Via oh, the rehab. Wow. So I had to sign a contract that I'd spend. I think it was Sunday, uh, uh, Monday, Tuesday at work. Mm-hmm. And then Wednesday, I'd drive to Melbourne and go to the psychologist and to the rehab and call in and check in. And okay. then Thursday, I'd go home and play footy, oh, sorry, footy training, and I played footy in Swan Hill. Okay. So I'd stay there. And then um, Sunday, I'd come back to Mildura again. So I had to do that every okay. week for probably, okay. I don't know, maybe three months. And what would happen if you broke the contract? Um, I'd have to go back to rehab. Yeah, like the yeah. lockdown one, which I didn't want to do. So, yeah. And I'd get drug tested twice a week. Okay. And they were allowed to drug test me any time they thought I was being suspicious or really? anything. Really? Who drug tested you? Um, so I think mum and dad only actually did it once. But they, yeah, mum and dad and a family friend from Swan Hill actually drove up from Mildura to drug test me one day. How did that, yeah. how did that feel, um, them doubting you? Was that... Um, or were you know. sort of excited to be like, well, look, that didn't Yeah, I knew I was... The time they did, I knew I was going to pass, so I was like, oh, it's all right. Go ahead. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. that worried at all. Yeah. I think they were definitely a lot more worried than me. Of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's sort yeah. of, I guess it'd be a bit disheartening thinking that they were doubting you, but then it would have been nice for them to, you know, you to prove that. Yeah, because I passed the first, that one they did when I thought I possibly could have used then. Yeah. I think that was literally two days after I came home. Because like, I guess they would have been used yeah. to you sort of lying to them and, you know, used to that. It would yeah. have taken you a while to build their trust back up, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Definitely yeah. took a while to 
build their trust in everyone's really. Of course. Not, not like just forever be asking for money for an excuse. Like, I remember I'd ask for money. I'm like, oh, mum, I need some money for a vacuum cleaner. But she said I asked three times in like three weeks for oh. money for a vacuum cleaner. Oh, oh sorry. I remember that. As I mentioned, um, sort of, this is a bit close to home for me, but I had a family member and I remember him asking me for um, money for groceries. And I sort of thought, hmm. And I was like, I've got, what do you want? Like, I've got so much food here. Mm. Like, you can take some. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, I won't. And I was like, okay, well, I'll drive you to the supermarket. We'll go shopping. Yeah. He's like, no. Nah. And I was like, so you don't want my money for groceries. Like, well, yeah. that was really quick. That's a good idea. Yeah. Like, yeah. Go grocery shopping. yeah, I was like, we'll go grocery shopping then. I said, I'll buy something for you, but I'm not giving you yeah. cash. Yeah. And he didn't want it. So that's probably what helped me too. So mum yeah. and dad weren't giving me money and I ran out of money. They sort of, sort of cut me off. Well, which yeah. Then, like, I was like, oh, that this is you no obviously. good. You can't live without any money, so I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. yeah okay. Well, that's the thing. Like, you would have seen your bank account being lower and lower, and you're like, fuck, what do I do now? And that's when, I suppose, you started taking money from the till. But I suppose... How did that go down, can I ask? Did they know? that um, in, Were they sort of ignoring it? Yeah, I think they knew. So, for a while, I used to write down what I'd take. So, like, oh, I'll pay it back one day. <laughs> I don't know. what. Maybe when I had a big win on the pokies, so yeah. I was going to pay it back. But if I didn't, we know never paid it back yeah. so after rehab I actually did pay well as much as we could sort of track yeah I paid back yeah, yeah. okay That's, and you would have wanted to as well because it's your parents yeah. like you would have been like I genuinely want to pay back it definitely felt, made me feel better yeah. obviously mum and dad paid for rehab and yeah. I think I got it cheap because I paid my private health bill but, um, <laughs> that's actually so pay your private health. Yeah. I shouldn't say it's funny, but that's insane. There was obviously like the rational Adam in the back of your head that was yeah. like, yeah. pay your private health. Because <laughs> the first one, the 28 days, was 18,000. Wow. I was going to say so, that. Like, I was like, can we ask? But I was like, oh, I don't know. 18,028. Wait, 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 wait. That's fucked. Like, if you're there, you're. But you obviously had an issue. Yeah, no, no, but it's not about the best. These people need help. You shouldn't have to. Who, yeah, no, that is you're true. You're very lucky that yeah. you had some, like, you had your yeah. health insurance. Like, some poor, I say poor drug addict, but seriously. Yeah, like addiction, yeah. addiction is an illness. So, like, some poor person that doesn't have that support behind them, mm. what do they, they don't get the best. Yeah, so I think it's That's actually so $36,000 program and the government subsidised half of day. Oh, my God. I think my private health got another half off or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, that is fucked, like what you're saying. Do you, do you get be, what I mean? I know what you mean, but I'm saying, like, you know how when this is, like, a bit... But you know in <laughs> movies, how you see they go to the best... Yeah. I'm doing quotation guys here, and they go to the best one that they can, and it's, like, yeah. all hot, like... How much money that, that would actually cost? Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, was yours a really? Was that? Did they research and this was like the best one you can go to? Or yeah, I think it. Well, it and so Melbourne and South Pacific in Sydney apparently the best two. Right. Okay. Well, in the east. Because if I was a parent, yeah. I'd be doing so much research to be like, you know, the best I ones to get the best results. Really, I just think it's really sad because obviously a lot of people with. Um, like not so privileged upbringings. Like I'm, I, I don't know about your upbringing, so I'm not saying anything about it. But like uh, people that don't have the best upbringing and then they don't have that support behind them, yeah. they have an addiction. They're sort of just left. To and they're left to be like, what? Do you up. just sit around in a circle and talk about it and then not get anything out well, of it? Like yeah, so what they do. Like it's left to end up as statistic no, I, I guess yeah, no, and it's, it's all about breaking it's all about breaking that circle isn't it yeah. like which um is the the huge issue in those sort of things like the like um what do you call it like generational circle it's yeah. about breaking that and someone that doesn't have a family member or their support private health to pay for the best they end up 
falling through the cracks, don't they? And yeah, definitely. Well, there was one bloke who paid his 18000 yeah. and he used the day after he got out. And I was like, oh, <gasps> another oh, or another chick had been there six times. I don't know what oh they're probably off but her parents just kept sending her back. Six really times sad. in 12 months. It is yeah. so sad if they like, you go back straight away. What was the second, how much was the second time um, you go So back? it was, um, it wasn't subsidised by the private health. I reckon it was about $1,800 a week. Yeah. And I've actually sent other people to that one yeah. from Mildura. I won't mention any names, but I've sent some other people yeah. to that that's, that's good that you've and done And I reckon that. it's probably... Yeah. So after I got out, I reckon someone would ring the shop maybe once a month and ask what rehab I went to. Wow. Can I send my son, daughter, whatever there? Wow. That's amazing. So I reckon it's probably two and a half, three thousand dollars $3,000 a yeah. week wow. now, which is... It just makes me sad. I don't think it should be free. Like, I understand that medical, like, these things cost stuff, yeah. but... I suppose we have to pay for the I mean, employers and everything, yeah, but, like, but that's what government... No, but the government, government can, can fund all stupid kind of things. Do you know what I mean? Like, they should, you know, these are our... Yeah, anyway, let's not get into that. Can I just put a random that? fact in here, by the way? Sure. Hit me. I'm just going to take my seriousness for a minute. It's still seriousness, but... Did you know that the government only give NASA... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're into space. Um... <laughs> Like one percent or something like they NASA get a fuck all. Like they need to get more money. I'm just putting that out there, Mr. President. Man, fucking give NASA NASA's some more money. Even, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just talking about government money, funding yeah, gotcha, and stuff. Gotcha. Like they're not funding NASA more. Anyway, back to Adam's story. <laughs> <laughs> Rowy energy, you guys. Rowy energy. Um, yeah, but anyway, I think that's really. I think there needs to be more funding for that kind of stuff. Um, it's just yeah, it's sad. I think the people fall between the cracks that don't have the support behind them. Yeah, definitely. So and that's not fair. There yeah. is rehabs that are funded by the government yeah, and that sort of thing. Yeah, but they're obviously not as their good. strike rate of, strike rate, whatever you call strike it, rate. maybe not the right word. Survival rate. Yeah, the rate of people getting cleaned is not very good. Of well, course. Really? it's not very good for any addict, really. But of it's, course. But it's yeah. worse in the... I would um, love to know the actual off. statistics of people that go to rehab and if they come out clean or if they go back. All right, so what would you say that your biggest accomplishment since you've been clean has been? Um, I don't know. That's a tough one. Yeah, there's probably a lot yeah. of milestones that you've yeah. reached, I guess. Gaining people's trust back probably is a lot. Like, yeah. I can go somewhere now and people won't question me and stuff, which is yeah. good. And gaining their trust back. And obviously, I'm coaching Goal Goal Footy. Of course, which yeah. Being able to get people's well trust Throw the back. Hawks. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I hear that their um, captain's pretty cute. <laughs> the captain. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the captain? Race. Race. Is he? Yeah. Um, so that's obviously a big one. I've got a couple of investment properties now, which I can yeah. obviously never afford when I was using. I spend yes. my money on other things. Mm. Um, maybe, and I'm not on any depressants anymore. Coming off them, I think was a huge accomplishment. Was, was, accomplishment. When was, was that something that happened afterwards? Or yeah. So I started them when I was in rehab, mm-hmm. and I come off maybe three years later. And gee, it was bad coming off them. Yeah, I was going to say, did you get? Yeah, did I can, you get I can tell you about that. Did you stop it, or did you like? It's a weaning situation, isn't yeah. it? You have to wean, you you have to wean yourself turkey, off. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I weaned Reduce off of the, the dose and, yeah. and I had headaches and I was like, it was, it was still as bad as coming off ice. Of like. course. Does, do you guys know what antidepressants do to stop that? It's a serotonin, so, like, they release certain chemicals in your brain. And then it produces you, like, like de- it's, yeah, it's serotonin is, like, happiness. It's a drug. So, so depression is, like, a it's a hormonal or like it's a disbalance of yeah yeah right, so okay. it's releasing a certain yeah so then you're getting like hormone like, i guess so it's like, it's like when you is it when you come off the pill it's like, like when you stop smoking when you pill. stop drinking coffee all of it it's, it's all an addiction your body just has to get used to it doesn't it yeah, yeah. but then do you microdose not, not 
<laughs> do you do like the micro pills to get off it? So it's like half the same. Yeah, so is that how it works? Yeah, so I like I had you the dose small ones yeah, smaller, right, but okay. like, I'd have a little bit. Really explain it, and then I'd have like one every third day and stuff. And then yeah. when I come off, I still was feeling terrible. Of course, I was nearly going to start them again because it was like, yeah. this is no good at all. Yeah, I've been obviously seen. I'd seen my other bloke actually that stopped him. Yeah, in rehab, and he was in a bad way. Oh, he um, tell you a story about him. Okay, he uh, his shadow was stalking him. Oh wow. So, like, he went to Bunnings and bought an axe and tried to chop his shadow <gasps> off, but obviously didn't get rid of it. <laughs> and then he went to... Um, that's, that's a bit of paranoia there, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he had a mate that had a lock-up garage, and he went in the garage and, like, chopped the shadow off outside the garage, so he was all good, got rid of it until he turned the light on, and was in the oh, shadow come back. Yeah. So he went to the police station and tried to put an AVL on his shadow. Oh, no, stop it. <laughs> Yeah, I think they oh, rang his carrots. I shouldn't, and... I shouldn't laugh, but fuck. Oh my god! Wait, can I get an What did they say to him? Did, he, did you ask? I'll be up so I'm so many questions. Did, did he, he say this like, guy's following me? Yeah, like, yeah I'm, I'm not sure what he said. <laughs> <laughs> when the cops like describe the man, he's like, I know. It follows me and it's it's dark. Like, <laughs> it's was, little, it was on the concrete. It's this grey shadow that follows me. Yeah, I think they rang his parents and said it needs a bit of help. How yeah. old was he? Uh, this bloke, his kid was nearly. Kids were nearly my age, so he was in his forties. Oh, oh wow, okay. They actually they tried to fly him to America to go to rehab, and they wouldn't let him in the country because he had a drug dependency. Yeah, fair enough. But Why? I reckon. Oh, I don't know. Sorry. So he had the enough. he had the um, the shadow incident where he tried to. <laughs> but I think the cops locked him up one day when he was trying to duck under the white line, like in the middle of the road. Yeah. Oh, see, I've heard about that. I've heard about that too. Yeah, he obviously but didn't I, make it under it. I reckon <laughs> someone came to our school and was like, "Kids, don't do drugs." And like, was yeah, like drugs about... on the road. <laughs> no. If you're gonna do it, stand the grass. <laughs> I reckon they were talking about like you know all the different things, and they talked about someone trying to hide under a white line. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 We yes. went to the same school, man. It was we did. The same we talk. Did, yeah. It was probably the same talk. Yeah. So there was he'd stopped his antidepressants, but I think he obviously had some other issues too. Oh, I think but he might have had a few. <laughs> there was yeah. a couple other ones in rehab. Actually, another bloke that probably had like scar train tracks on his veins that were like oh, 10, 15 wow. centimetres long. He yeah. was in a bad way. So he, we, I took him, played footy when I was in rehab. I played for the Salvation Army. Oh, <laughs> like that's the cool. Yeah. I didn't know they had like a footy team. We had a footy team. That's we, good. We won two premierships. Yeah. You got him up there, didn't you? Yeah. No, <laughs> the standard wasn't great. <laughs> like we went into prison and played. Which was a little bit. Wait, scary. you played what? with the prison? You played. We played, played against with... the prison. <gasps> at Mount Free. It was, Stop. It was like we had to like sign in and stuff, and we got escorted onto the ground, and so did they. And I was like, it was a bit. Wow. It was a bit scary. Can I ask? Tackled Carl Lewis. Yes, yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. Do they check you like? Um. Stuff? <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. But do, no, like when you go in, like as in for into drugs to smuggle into the oh. prison. That's what I meant. No, I don't think they Like, wait, us. no, oh, they didn't. Okay, I was going to no. say, like, when you're walking through the prison, like, it's that. It was the youth, so they were only 24. Oh, my God, well, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, it's like a sort of juvies. Oh, okay. Prison. I was thinking, but, like, fuck, I was going to I was like, I still like is it like a high security prison where they, like, check everything? They're like, motherfucker, was, like, bend over. It was still over. real weird. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure it was. I was driving mum and dad's BMW that day. I'm like, I parked in the car. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no. They're like, it's like, it's too Boy. Yeah, the fuck is driving a BMW? You couldn't rock up there in a Camry at it. Yeah. <laughs> Little pulsar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of like a shit car. I was like, hang on, Camrys are pretty. Camrys are alright. Not right, bad, man. man. Yeah
Okay, so do you still find that you struggle with anything now? Like, is there still a temptation to use or how do you go drinking? Like, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I definitely struggle with things. I don't yeah. have a temptation to use. So if if you were smoking a pipe in front of me, like, I wouldn't I was bother just me. about, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to get my out. I wouldn't bother me. Like, happily, but, like, I'm a bit OCD about things sometimes. Like, okay. I can't have the TV on an odd number. <laughs> oh, wow. like that's how you give just a balance? I think so. Like after, before oh, okay. rehab, it didn't bother me, but after rehab, like the radio on the cars always comes in even numbers and stuff yeah, like that. Okay. Oh my god, that's yeah, it's, it's a it, sense it, of control. Yeah, I think. Yeah, true. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. smart, Queen. So, <laughs> when, when did you develop that? Like when? Oh, it was definitely after rehab. So, like, like I got, straight after. You I think so. It? Yeah, I got like after I stopped using, I got really anxious and I don't know. And that's odd numbers make me weird. That's like, no, no, no. I can, I can fully relate to this. So I, um, like, I struggle with like mental health, anxiety, that kind of stuff. And it's once you feel like you don't have control is when when things start to spiral. So for me, if I don't feel like I'm in control of my life and where it's going, that's when shit goes bad. So I, I don't have the number thing, but certain things like if I like am out of routine or something's going wrong, that's when things go down for me. So if I can control for you, the number is what you can control. And I like, for instance, my weight, like I can control that. That's something I can change. So like, you know, if I'm working out and that kind of stuff, but when things start going wrong, yeah, you get what yeah. I'm trying to say. So yeah. you can control what number you're on. You can control, yeah, like it's it's a control thing for sure. Is it what's that? What's it called? OCD. OCD. Yeah. Obsessive it's OCD. Compulsive. Yeah. Disorder. I was gonna say ODD, but yeah. it's OCD. You know what I always say? Sorry, this is totally not related, but uh, OCD. I always say OCDC. Like it just comes out. Like ACDC. Yeah, literally. It's like mixing them and I'm like, wait, take off the D. (laughs) Forget the D. Please, ACDC. Anyway, continue. Sorry about that. I have a few other ones. So like, I still have some um, like addict type traits like. Yeah. If I have a packet of Tim Tams or something and I, I can't just eat one, I eat the whole packet. Really? Like, do, you know like, I I just Adam, do you know how bad one Tim Tam is for you? Do you know how much exercise you have to do to work off one Tim I feel like a lot of people have that issue, Adam. I feel like a lot of people have that issue. Yeah, that, that's the yeah, that's, like, that's Anything, once I start, I've got to like finish, finish it. it. That's yeah, me right. with a bowl of wine, actually. Yeah. That, probably, yeah. that probably is I don't know if problem. that's like, no. I think that's just more, I think, yeah. <laughs> and what else? I suppose when I drink, I'm a good binge drinker now. So the same yeah. thing. I just keep yeah. going. And even when I, if I like go for a run, like I'll just go for like a light jog today, but I'll still try and run as fast as I can the whole yeah. time. Yeah. So I'm not. Okay. Yeah. So like. The, Do you think you've always been like that? Has that always been something like that competitive? Like. Yeah, like, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. When you are drinking with the boys. Do you... He doesn't drink with the boys. He drinks with the girls. Yeah, he drinks with the girls. Yeah. Oh, vodka and fresh water. Yeah. yeah. How's that going down with yeah. the boys? <laughs> so, yeah, pick on me. <laughs> yeah. um, when you're drinking with the boys, do you, like, do you feel, I want to get drunks? Like, does no. that go through your mind? I just want to go to bed. No. So you just want to get drunk? I just, like, yeah, when I get drunk, I just, like, disappear. I'm like, I'm going to go to bed. Yeah. Yeah, right. How do you yeah. feel? Do you reckon it's, like, hitting close to 30 as well? Because I feel like yeah. a lot we're of 30-year-olds are like, that. Were like <laughs> Nice. No, nah, by like two o'clock. It might be because I'm getting old. By two yeah. o'clock, I'm, nothing good happens after two yeah. o'clock. They used to tell me. Nothing good happens no, after. I, I need my bed by then too. Um, how do you go? Because obviously, do do you get drunk? Like, so when you drink, do you? Yeah, I definitely get drunk. drunk. Yeah, and yes. how how, <laughs> woo, <laughs> how does that feel like? Because obviously, when you're drunk, you don't have that control. Do you struggle when when you're drunk? Do you ever have like? 
No, I think, I think I'm fine when I'm drunk. Like, I've seen people use drugs and I'm drunk and it doesn't bother me. Okay. The worst part is the next day I'll get really anxious after drinking. Okay, or, really? Sorry, if I get drunk, I'll get really anxious the next day and struggle yeah. to sleep. And I you don't drink Red Bull or anything, it's literally just vodka sodas. Yeah. A lot of people do get that, though. Sometimes I do as well. I wake up and like, but my anxiety is, what the fuck did I say to someone last night? Yeah. Like, did I say something All fucked the time up? You get those flashbacks. You do, you get those flashbacks. Was I supposed to go out for breakfast today? Did I promise someone <laughs> I'd go drink with them next weekend? Like, was I going to go to Italy last night? Like, was I going to go to fucking... What did I promise people? That's my anxiety, anyway. Yeah, I definitely get anxiety, like, what to do last night? Yeah. Did I stuff up? Did I do something yeah, wrong? Yeah, you do, yeah. yeah. I think that's, like, a normal thing for people. Dude, where's my car? We're all drinking with the girls. The next day, I'll have a message from at least someone saying... What the fuck did I say last night? Yeah, yeah, for sure, absolutely. That's another podcast. What the fuck, what did, the I fuck say? did I say last night? <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um, all right, Adam, so what advice would you have? So we can say either for your younger self or for someone that's going through what you were going through. Mm. What would you say to them? Um, so probably for my younger self, just to be more educated. Like mm. I said, when I first had the pipe, I didn't even ask what was in. I didn't really care. I just had it. Okay. Yeah. I, I guess now, hopefully, it's cool. They get educated a bit more, and there's a bit more media and stuff around it anyway. Yeah. So hopefully, people would be more educated and mm-hmm. like, oh, that's probably going to screw up my life a little bit. Yeah, it's probably the wrong way. But in saying that, I probably wouldn't change it either because it's taught you a lot. I was def- a definitely a lot better person now yeah. than I was yeah. beforehand. Mm. That's for sure. I you know, yeah. definitely learned a lot about myself, and of course. I think I'm nicer to other people and yeah. less arrogant, and, yeah. a, and a few yeah. things like that. Especially when I was using, I was extremely arrogant. Of course, yeah. Yeah. right. <laughs> All right. So, as we mentioned earlier, um, we live in a pretty regional town, so we're pretty excluded from really anywhere. Um, but how you obviously have experience in this, but how does being an addict in a regional town differ to being an addict in a city or somewhere where that help is more accessible? Um, yeah, well, it's obviously a lot easier to get help in of the course. city. And yeah. obviously the, you know, in a small town, people know like everyone talk. a bit more and yeah. talk. And like, I was on the front and back page of the paper, so everyone knew what was going on. And sort of course thing. you have a family or in business, like that must yeah. have been very difficult for your family as well. And, yeah, definitely, and I still get, so probably two weeks ago I got a phone call from a detective saying, oh, apparently you're back using drugs again. Oh, wow. And I was like, no, I'm not. Yeah, like, and where does that come from? I'm not sure, it, but it pops up every okay. maybe couple of months, it happens. Really? Like, Did you, do similar. you have a crazy ex-girlfriend or something? Yeah. No, I'm not sure where it comes from. <laughs> that's, that's very random. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. yeah, so he was generally just looking after me. Of course, like, yeah. Making sure I was okay, and yeah. I know him. Yeah, I well, used to yeah. play sport and stuff with him, so he was generally looking after that's me. But right. yeah, someone's obviously starting these stories and that sort yeah, of thing, which is bad for a small town, which you don't get, mm. I suppose, in, in a bigger city. But you can probably hide your using a bit more in a big, big city, city as well. Well. Whereas, do you think it would have um, been easier for you to have gone to a rehab here? Um, I possibly could have been cheaper, I suppose, of for course, the family. Yeah. You spent a lot yeah. of money yeah. like the, with the rehab, and even a psychologist, I think. I didn't mention with the like. I think it was three hundred and forty-five dollars yeah, for a forty-five yeah. minute session. I went oh, to Melbourne wow, every week for a year to go to the psych. Yeah. And drove down each one, okay. one day a week. So that's like, fuel. That's the appointment. That's yeah. Imagine. Yeah. You have to stay somewhere, would you? Um, yeah, or I just go down and back sometimes. Yeah, okay. yeah. Was that? Did that really help? Like with just having one-on-ones? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So yeah, I went to the psych, and now even if I probably haven't been for twelve months, but if I'm feeling a bit rough. I still bring him or yeah. Yeah. Therapy. Therapy is so like 
underrated. Like, they don't tell you anyone your secrets. No, yeah. but therapy, like, it's even if you are a person that does not struggle with mental health or yeah. struggle with anything, I think you should still be a therapist. Like, see a therapist. Like, you look after yourself physically, looking after yourself mentally mm-hmm. is probably just as, if not more, important. Like, I think yeah. so. And they're not tell like, you, yeah. you feel like, yeah, you want to open up to your friends and family, but sometimes you don't want to talk to them because they're looking out for someone else or they're, they're, they're involved yeah. already. But when you're seeing a stranger, yeah, they're giving you... Well, the- see, I see a therapist probably once a month, but if I'm doing something that I know, like, is a bit iffy or, like, I'm, I'm feeling a bit, I'll avoid her. Because yeah. I know what she's going to say, but I don't want to hear it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah so literally. I'm like, hey. I'm like, nah, nah, I might cancel my appointment this month. But, like, <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Like, I think even if you are of sound mind, not that people that see therapists aren't of sound mind, but even, like, if, you know, the world these days, everyone has struggles. And I think it's very important to go to someone and offload that and have someone tell you how to deal with your emotions and, and why you're feeling a certain way and, and to encourage you through that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. Sorry, definitely. Yeah. I feel a lot better after I go to this um, cycle. Even yeah. um, I've gone to some schools and done some drug presentations and that sort of thing. Yeah, and yeah. Then, and afterwards, like, the kids mightn't get something out of it, but I feel real good. So even after Shut I talk up. about this today, yeah. I'll feel really good. I don't know. Yeah. Sort of got some stuff out and, and just feel good about people. myself. Like, hopefully people yeah. listen to this and they're like, I can do Yeah, that. definitely. Is, is this high school? Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm high school. Yeah. yeah. I've done some footy clubs and netball clubs. And that's good that you go. Yeah, lots yeah. of different Well, ones. that's where it stemmed for you, wasn't it? It was yeah. like around, yeah, footy clubs and the... Because that's when people start to get into any types of drugs, when they're like in high... Well, sorry, not high school. I feel like it's just that, 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 that group mentality. It's the that, group that, of that like, if someone... Try, even when like you're back in the day and one of your friends had a cigarette... Yeah. You'd have it, you'd be like, give it up. I want to try it, I want to try it. Like, cigarette, new, shiny things, and it was in the body. Like. <laughs> new, shiny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just don't, yeah, you don't realise um, those kind of things. Um, so, yeah, I know that you were pushing for a lot of rehab issues. Yeah, def- it definitely say. would have yeah. made things easier. Yeah. Having a regional rehab, obviously being around your family and friends. Of and course. Like, so, I remember being so, so in sober living and yeah. um, everyone's like family would come and visit on a Thursday and I'd just be like sitting there by myself. I was like, yeah, this is no good. Oh, I had one cousin in Melbourne, I'd be like, once a week I was let to go to her cafe and visit her and yeah. stuff. But yeah. like, people would have, you know, family visit all the time and I was like, yeah. oh, this is no good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any family or I friends mean, in that, Melbourne. That just like add on to it, like, great. Sad. Yeah. Um, I read an article about you sort of, um, it was in the paper from a few years ago talking about regional rehab and how you're sort of fighting for for that was that something you were doing yeah definitely with the uh, mayor simon clements yeah i don't think he's mayor anymore but he was at the yeah. time he was he was an ex-policeman so he was definitely yeah. fighting for it as well i think with his background in police to cut of crime course, and, right. and all that sort of stuff down as well yeah yeah the, uh, I, I think even if it was just like a day had where people could go for the day and, and then transition maybe, yeah. yeah or any small town would be so beneficial it's and Mildura is like one of the biggest, I don't know if it is now, but it was one of the biggest drugs. For ice use, yeah. For ice use, like why didn't they do something back then? Yeah, like, I, I think they, what you're saying too, like a day hub, like even yeah, just that day hub, or, there. Yeah, um, so there's still nothing here, right? No, nah, so yeah. maybe there was two beds at the hospital, I think. Okay. But um, I'm unsure what the ice use is like at the moment in Mildura. Yeah. I know when I was using like, there was times when a kilo of ice had come through my house. Wow. Which is oh, street value half a million dollars, maybe. Oh my <gasps> gosh! 
What do you mean would go through your house? Oh so a bloke would bring it up from Melbourne and give it my house and I'd be like, I've got to get rid of this real quick and oh someone would God. come and get it. So people would come and get their little bits and I was like, quick, get rid of it. Get rid of it, get rid of like, it. Yeah. And was this when you were living with your housemates? Um, yes, yeah, so I was my yeah. house, housemates living with Did me. Did they know like what was happening? Um, they knew I was using heavily. I'm not sure if they knew I was... Um, Doing hoarding. That, that, yeah. that much was <laughs> coming through. Like, yeah. There was time. So one time I come home from being out on a Saturday night and there was like a stack of... It was forty-seven thousand dollars in cash. My house I had to give to a bloke. I was like, I was, "Wow, yeah, That's it was big business." Fun. I guess. Did you think it was going back? This is like probably from the beginning, but did you think that was big, like, or did you not care? Like, were you not um, thinking about? Yeah, no, I remember getting the, like, I remember getting the kilo, and I was like shaking. Because you were scared. Yeah, there, was, like, there was another time I got an ounce, and I don't think we've ever told anyone this before. I went to footy training and left in my car. And the Oi. whole footy training session, I was like nearly shaking. Like as soon as training finished, I'm like, I've got to go, boys, I've got to go. Yeah. 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 Imagine, oh my God. Yeah, so like it made me that nervous, probably more anxious, so it probably just made me use, really. Yeah. yeah right. Oh, thank God I got through that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, so we, we've we had our serious chat, and yeah. we, we need to thank Adam for being so open with us, and um, yeah, just happy to... To talk about everything, so thank you. Um, but we have we have a bit of fun that we do at, a, at the end of our interviews. Um, so we're going to play a little game. Yes. Do you like games? You, you ready um, for a game? Yeah, I can play a game. Oh, <laughs> right. oh he's competitive. He's yeah. Oh, he is. Oh. It's not a game. It's just like you don't oh, win anything, oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, you don't win anything. All right. Well, I've kept it PG rated, but oh. we're we'll Why? PG. Well, no. it's kind of. I don't know. All right. So it's. Would you rather? Little game, would you rather? Okay. Are you ready? Are you ready? ready? Ready. Number one, would you rather lick the inside of a belly button or the inside of an ear hole? I'm going belly button. You reckon? Oh, I can't do earwax. No good. Yeah, I feel oh. like I feel like it's a bit hit and miss. Like you may get belly button fluff, you may not. But yeah, you're, but definitely get, you're definitely going to get earwax. Ew, and ear. Surely you've done a belly yeah, button so shot before. What's, what's, what's a belly button shot? Oh, you've yeah, true. Yeah, okay, yeah, true. Thing. Have you? I, I haven't. Haven't you? Am I missing out? Yeah. I think so. Ready? <laughs> yeah, literally. Do you want me to just keep reading? No, I want to do it. Oh. <laughs> uh, she wants to be involved. All right, so would you rather... Oh, God, I always put the fuck <laughs> Would you rather hear voices of dead people or see their ghosts? Oh, I don't know dead people well, so maybe... Yeah, hear their voices? But then, I mean, there's... Yeah, there's hear their voices, I think. There's a diagnosis for that that's not hearing dead yeah, people. Yeah, true. That's, yeah. so that's schizophrenia. <laughs> what the fuck? Is that what it's called? Would you rather lose your sex organs forever or gain a hundred kilos for the rest of your life? Oh. You can't. You can't work it off. That's a real tough one. Especially can you use them? Can, can, would you get a root if you're like three hundred, like four hundred? Could like you use big? them if you had that much? Yeah. Could you use your sex organs if you were that? That's yeah. bad state. I think I'd rather be skinny. You'd rather be skinny. I'm gonna go skinny. Okay, so you're going to lose your sex organs. <laughs> That's, That's big for a man. Yeah, I know. All right, no judgment. At least I could get the girl home before she yeah. found out because I looked good. <laughs> true, 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 so true, true, I'd make it that far, see? Put on the I might need to make it home. Yeah, yeah true. He always wants me home, but he never comes in. Yeah, yeah literally. He's What's like, going on? <laughs> All right, would you rather be a... T- oh... Trick me. What was this one? Would you rather oh, be attacked by a clown or by a toy doll? Um, I think by a clown. Oh, really? Ugh. That's my worst. Yeah. I hate oh. clowns. 
Troy dolls remind me of that fucking Chucky. Chucky. Oh, you just kicked the little fuck though. Grandma always had toy dolls at home. It looked like they're looking at yourself. Oh, actually, speaking of, I remember having a sleepover once at like a friend's house in like grade six or something. So I was like twelve, and um, she had like uh, what do you call them? Like picture rails around the whole room. And there were gollywogs, like you know those gollywog dolls, <gasps> around the whole oh, room. And I remember stupid. trying to sleep, and they were all just fucking looking at That's me. That's a little bit scary. Yeah. It's terrifying. All right, all right. Last, last one. one. Would you rather date someone hot who has killed before, or be alone <laughs> for the rest of your life? <laughs> I'm going hot that's killed before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you just risk it. If you're hot, you get away with anything. Right? Don't you die. It's and you might, deal. and you might know that you've killed someone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you might not know. No, you have to know. But you're not alone, though. You don't want to be alone, though. Yeah, okay. Well, that's it, that's it. That's all for the Would You Rather? Would You Rather. Alright, guys, so we need to say a huge thank you to Adam again. Thanks again for for coming and being so open. We hope that this story um, helps a lot of people. Um, And if you have any questions, feel free to write in. We can get Adam back if you need, or we'll be sure to ask. Where can they contact you? Like, do you take? Would you be open for people to reach out to you personally? Yeah, they can ask me questions. Mm. They can. I send them to you and forward them on or something. Yeah, what's your what's your security number? I don't know. (laughs) Address. What's your address? I'm not kidding. Trying to your OnlyFans. Yeah. (laughs) No, I was gonna say, do you have like Instagram or Facebook that they can? They can look on my Instagram. I don't even know what it is. Maybe it's Adam Thompson thirty three. It's Adam Thompson thirty (laughs) three. No, we'll we'll find it. Yeah. The nano notes, guys. All right, so that's that's all for this week. Um, make sure you follow us at itsallbanter.podcast on Instagram. Um, and as always, write in uh, your reviews and if you have anything you'd like us to talk about. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.